Hi, partners, and welcome to the next episode, episode, episode. I wonder how that'll sound in the fucking studio. But hello there, and today we gonna be talking about Red Dead 2, because last time I said we'd talk about that, and we didn't. So, Red Dead 2. God damn, what a fucking game. See, something that I was talking about before is how cinematics, right, in a game... My opinion of a good game is one that achieves the illusion of cinema. Red Dead 2 does just that, and it straight up it yoinked me. It, it kerfuffled me, man. It tricked me. I remember my first playthrough, I wasn't playing good because it was a choice. I was just playing good because I literally could not be, a, like, I just did not feel good being a bad person in that game. The fact that you could have a, like, a little interaction with every single NPC is insane. And how many different forms of dialogue there are between you and the NPCs and all the different random encounters and the graphics. Oh, oh God. Of course, of course, it's, it's just, it's weird. It's a, it was weird. I remember, like... Perp, like, perp, like, there was a dog, okay, this is gonna be a little graphic, boys, but listen, there's at one point a dog, right, I saw it, and I was like, huh, this is like, I'm not, never touching that thing, you know, it's off the table, it's not okay, let's go against that, let's deliberately go against that, see what happens, you know, so I pull up my shotgun, I walk up to this dude's, uh, acreage, he's like, oh, hey, uh, get off my land, all right, we don't we don't take visitors here. Whatever. Point the gun at him, and I'm like, "This is a robbery. Give me all your fucking money." Points his gun gun at me. So you don't want to do this before he gets to finish that sentence. Those two sounds sounded his kneecaps because I fucking shot his legs. Dude falls, dead, bleeds out. Dog barking charges at me. Shoot it. Then I walk up to the dude. I loot his dead body. Blood fucking everywhere. Go into the house. There's another person there. He's screaming. He's like, hey, what are you doing here? What are you you doing here? Boom. In the chest. Dude's on the bed. Bleeding. Dead. Felt like an animal. Felt like an absolute fiend. I felt horrible. It was the worst feeling I ever had. It was weird. It was really weird. And it was all a game. It was all fake. And that's what's really cool. It's like Game of Thrones or like Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, uh, Star Wars. Um, so all that shit is just Ozark right now. If anyone's watching that, it's just... Whew, whew, it just ruins you. It ruins you. It gets, it gets to you. You know, they, they know how to hit you in the emotions. That's the nice thing about art. The whole point of art is to escape. I think that's really what it is. If you're a fan of art, you're also a fan of escaping reality. I mean, like, art isn't real. We're not... Hold on. (laughs) That was a... Spoke a little too soon there. No, I don't mean that. What I mean is, like... Art... What it depicts can be fictitious or non-fictious. The fact that it can be either of them and it can't just be true. Like, for example, reality... It's only nonfiction. That's what that's what reality is. 
There's no such thing as reality that's fiction. That's a contradictory. That's just it doesn't make sense. You know, it doesn't make fucking sense. And so, yeah, you gotta fucking... You shouldn't feel bad about enjoying some art, you know? It's not... It's not and, like, enjoying the the immersion of it. Because I think that's always, like, low-key been a goal. Like, even when you see music, the avant-garde era back in the 1920s, 1918, uh, around there, people started really experimenting with the emotionality of music and, like, going against all all traditional form. And shit got weird real fast. Some dude made a fucking sculpture that was also a building made out of complete metal, really strange. And the whole point of it was because it was a concert hall to debut his electronic music. The first ever. Maybe, maybe there was earlier, but from my knowledge, the first ever. <coughs> um, EDM show. It was at a, a weird-ass concert hall. I forgot where. It was Electronique me... Ricordet, some shit like that. It was weird. <laughs> but yeah. I'm glad you guys came back for another another round. This is a nice little short, you know, a short little squirt. Just a little, a little, a little, a little hoop. Just to get it out of the way. So, um, yeah. See y'all in the, in the next one. You know how it is. We are all children at heart, ladies and gentlemen. And it is that in which we learn to love ourselves once again, ain't it? Feel the music. Get in the groove. You're in for a ride that'll change your life. Get ready, folks. Today we're going back to 1963. The year of the ox. (laughs) The one lad who thought he could only kill thee, but he did not know that he had a fucking spear in his right hand. Chopped the bastard in half, he did. Bloody nonsense is what he spoke. I thought none of ye, for I had better plans, bigger ideas. The concepts were not there. So I roll back, reading my poetry, thinking of how I left him to the trees. Sniffing of pee, the filthy man once thought that he was the all-seeing eye of nigh. Yeah, what if I just did the whole podcast, like the whole episode like that? (laughs) Oh, my brain. I needed that. That was a good little a couple push-ups for my brain, you know? Get the juices flowing. <sighs> How y'all doing? Doing good? Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Hope you're enjoying chewing this gum with me. This <laughs> is the worst podcaster ever. Fuck. See, that's the that's the beauty of it. That it's supposed to be bad. Yeah, well, it is. All right, eat it, dude.
each eat the food. Eat the food. Eat it. Eat the food. You fooled. Man, man, man. Yeah, I thought I would just, you know, come in here, waste y'all's time for a little bit, and then fuck off. (laughs) And the best part is, is that it's a short episode, so you guys came in thinking, oh, oh, it's a... Someone just sneak a little quickie in, you know? A little, a little, a little you know? And you end up just wasting your fucking time. It'll happen. That's the way she goes. Well, go back to what you were doing. Enjoy the rest of your day. Fight the good fight. Live life. Who, who am I kidding? You're not fighting shit. You're living a great life. Fucking go home and eat some Doritos bathed in mozzarella sauce you piece of shit and enjoy the rest of your fucking day like a degenerate like the rest of us love you guys okay so i just watched something about quantum computing and i really need to get this off my chest now because this has opened up a whole new fucking perspective on the world that I had would never have been able to have access to if I had not gone in this little YouTube binge right here. Okay, quantum supremacy. Um, so quantum supremacy is when you've got quantum computers that can complete tasks faster than all classical computers, or a classical computer, I guess, because the fastest classical computer, whatever. So that's what it is. Quantum supremacy is when a quantum computer can complete tasks faster than a faster than the fastest classical computer. And now a classical computer, as we all know, uses binary to process information, right? So um, an inf- a unit of information in a classical computer is a one and a zero, one and a zero, one and a zero, etc. right? It's ones and zeros. Um, or sorry, no, it's ones or zeros. But it can't be both at the same time. As for a quantum computer... They use qubits, which is shorthand for quantum bits. And now qubits, these bad boys, these are the informational, these are the units of information that quantum computers use. And these can be both a zero and a one when talking in classical computer binary form. When you're talking in that sense, right, it can be a zero and a one. So what that means is that something that would take a computer a hundred zero and ones you know, or a hundred lines of zero and ones could potentially only take the quantum computer. I don't know what the math is on that. I'm a fucking dumbass. Just so y'all know, the only reason that I know any of this is because of the videos that I've just been watching. This is not my information. I'm spitting out what I just, I just fucking saw it and I'm spitting it out. So I have no idea what the exact number is because I'm not that, I'm not smart, but Point being, it would be a lot faster, right? You can see how that's already makes it a lot easier, right? You don't have to know to know that, well, if it can be a one and a zero, that shit's gotta be faster, right? And so currently, Google has made a the Sycamore processor, which has officially achieved quantum supremacy with only, I believe, 56 qubits used. Um, because to have it to make qubits or to be able for qubits for qubits to be able to exist 
It's a very delicate thing. They're very fragile. Like quantum computers are extremely fragile. And so there's like a specific temperature they need to be in. Electromagnetic field has to be a certain way. You know, if there's any other types of waves, like shit needs to be fucking precise, which is just thinking about just let's just like hop on the train of like spirituality and God and philosophy and that thing for a bit right now right here. Okay. And think about this. It's been humans like human the human race's entire fucking purpose so far by looking in at the past is that we just keep striving to answer questions we just want more information right because like none of us know why the fuck we exist none of us do that's one of those questions we want answered now quantum computing could potentially answer those questions for us depending how honestly it's in it's in the future like whoever is 20 years old 30 years old right now you're probably gonna see it in the next 10 20 30 years 30 years from now for sure that's scary to think about but anyway so we got this shit going on right now right so this is unprecedented shit by the way this is something that's never happened before in history this is like this is like the step before this was what fucking creating the internet and before that it was what learning how to fucking make a light bulb and shit like this is one of those mankind changing our direct our direction type discoveries or type achievements right and so i did i just learned about this now i'm not in school anymore but this shit still gets me excited here why here's why here's why we're talking about this in the first place though okay because i usually don't share shit with the world Unless there's some form of function behind it. Otherwise, I find it does too much damage. You know, so like, if I'm going to share a piece of information with y'all, there's a reason for why I shared it. It's either because I want people just simply to know of it, or it's because of other things. Just And those could be as simply as making you want to laugh or like showing you a new, a new perspective on an old subject or on a familiar subject. Point being here, Sorry, guys. I'm, <laughs> I'm fucking on a tangent right now. They got me going on a manic fucking episode. I'm feeling good. So here we go. All right. Anyway. Let me breathe a little bit. Got too excited. So. Quantum computers. These bad boys. Right now, the fastest... the. F- the one with the most qubits that I'm aware of is a Sycamore processor made by Google. They're the ones who did the experimental, uh, the experiments, and were the ones that were able to officially declare quantum supremacy. So, this um, I've got a lot of thoughts about this, so I'm just gonna kind of go and just spit out the tangents in a random order. There's really no connection between them, unless there is. <laughs> okay, so first one. Poverty and quantum and the, and the research for quantum supremacy and, and uh, quantum computers, all that research going towards that and poverty, they're linked. Those things are too linked. And here's why. You got really rich people, right? Really rich people, they've, they know that they've, like, they've basically won in terms of being financially independent. Like, for me, my, one of my biggest things is like, man, I wish I could just fucking have a shit ton of money so I could just not worry about that because there are there are so many responsibilities so many things we all know about this so many things rely on money right and so when 
you have that taken care of, those things are no longer such a heavy burden. But once you've got a shit ton of money, you aren't you aren't experiencing those heavy the heavy burdens of, you know, not having money, and so something else becomes the heavy burden. Other things become the heavy burdens. You know, it doesn't just become just happy lifetime. Here we go. You reach the end of your story. Now you just get to enjoy the rest of your life doing fuck all. Well. There's a reason why it doesn't end out that way. It's because right now we're in quarantine. No one's got fuck all to do. And we're hating our lives because we've got fuck all to do. Realizing here, it is not... It does not... Like, having nothing to do and having no responsibilities is not being successful. Being successful is having accomplished something that was so difficult. That was a task that was so... That seemed so impossible to you. And you still did it, and you accomplished it, and you did it great, and you did it well. You didn't just do it, you killed it. That's success. And success is a fleeting moment. I don't know why the fuck I'm talking about success right now. Anyway, going back. <laughs> so, you got really rich people. We all know that the statistic for the amount, the, the, well, the global wealth di- di- distribution is top 1%, 99%. Top 1% has most of the, the uh, world's wealth, 99% doesn't. Now, this is, I'm not going to get into you know, what I think about that. The point being is that that's true, right? That's, that's a fact. Maybe the number's a little, a little different now. It could be a little less, a little more. I don't know. Point being is that you have all these rich people with this fucking billions and trillions of, of dollars, right? And they're like, God damn it, man. I'm doing good. And I still gotta grow old? Fuck me. And I'm gonna die. Fuck that. Well, I'm, I'm still I'm still not even that smart. My fucking skin is gross. My dad's a piece of shit. He fucked his cousin, so now I have hip dysplasia. I'm fucked up. What the hell is this shit? Can't someone fix this in me? Hey, you smart person, why can't you fix this for me? Well, I mean, you know, we... Your genetics, we can't, we can't fuck with human genetics yet. It's just, we don't understand it that well. Okay, well, how much money do I have to give you for you to understand how to do that? Well, I can't technically. Hey, hey, how much? Well, this computer can if you, if you let me fucking talk here, asshole. Well, listen here, buddy. I'll give you $9 billion for you to make me something that can fix my hip dysplasia. Okay? Or I don't know if hip dysplasia is something that can be fixed, but some fucking form of birth defect. You know, fucking minor retardation, low IQ. He wants to bump up his IQ a couple couple points without spending too much conscious effort into it, you know? Without the whole self-growth and, you know, go to unit, fuck that shit. He doesn't want to learn shit. No, he wants it now. He wants a pill he can take that gives him, boom, 200 IQ. What can you do, what can you do to give that to him? Quantum computing would be able to answer that question for you. We'd be able to answer the questions that we possibly cannot answer. For example, are we alone in this in this uh, in the universe? That's a question that can be translated for a quantum computer and then answered by that quantum computer. Something that would take ten thousand years for a classical computer to take, what to to understand and to fucking process and register would only take 20 seconds with a fucking quantum computer. 
And so that's like, that power is information, the ability to understand and decode and use information very, very fast. That's something that we've been able to do. So war, you know, people wonder why haven't we had so as many big wars? Like there was so many, there was the Cold War, there was the Vietnam War, there was World War II, World War One. Like, you know, there was for a while when we first entered the industrial era, there was just a shit ton of wars. And before that, there was more. There was a lot more, but we just didn't know about them because how the hell could you? Like there was people with fucking swords and, and spears and shit on horses. What the fuck are... What the fuck are they going to get? If you got notes, maybe if you got some notes, some books, some letters, that's about it, though, you know? If you don't got those, those wars never happened. Point being here is that we haven't had, like, one of those really effective global events, uh, global wars happening. And the ones that are happening is, as far as I'm aware, have become irrelevant in the public eye, you know? Like, they're just in the background now. And those aren't the ones I'm talking about. I'm talking about the ones that gain relevancy for a fucking reason. Because they're absolutely horrendous or unprecedented in some way. We haven't had those in a minute, And that's because the war is no longer something about... Like, we've understood that power is not something that can be achieved simply just by killing each other. Because we're going to constantly... Oh, we're constantly going to outsmart each other. Nah. The real... The real bread and butter, the real honey, the golden goose, that bad bitch, exists only in where information exists. Information war. That's what it's all about. The fact that Alex Jones' thing is called information wars fucks me up because it makes me sound like a cuck ass as well. But listen, man, <laughs> maybe, maybe he knows that too. Just because the guy's outspoken, has a lot of fucked up opinions, doesn't mean that the shit that he found out may or may not be true. For example, like, listen, the guy likes to make up a lot of assumptions on shit and make a, and, and, you know, tie the threads where there aren't any. But that doesn't mean that the, the origin or like, you know, where he, what he dug up, what he learned... Like, you know, that like he had to have learned something. He must have read something, fucking saw something, whatever, that triggered him to go, okay, this is a sound. Okay, so China started, uh, no, no, you know what, COVID-19 outbreak, that's Donald Trump. Donald Trump did that, or uh, China did that, you know, or 5G, it kills people. You know, like, he reaches those conclusions because he had learned a piece of information that was so fucking out there that, would, that broke any boundaries of reality that he thought he understood. It broke through those things. When you learn a piece of information that breaks your understanding of the world, whether it shatters it or fucking, you know, slightly breaks it, whatever. When, when, when you experience that, your immediate response is, all right, how do I fucking make sense of this? You know, how do I understand this? Doesn't, doesn't surprise me that Alex Jones <laughs> would come up with some crazy conspiracy theories. Because there are conspiracy theories that make sense, but just because they make sense doesn't mean that they're true. That's like the classic. It's the it's a class. It's a it's a classic rule. But poverty being related to quantum computers, it's in the sense of that all these people are investing literally upwards of nine billion, a hundred billion, 
fucking 10 billion, 50 billion. So that means like, you know, a hundred million or 900 or like, uh, uh, fuck me, dude, 900, 999 million. Add another dollar to that. <laughs> that's, that's 1 billion. So you got people putting in that amount of money into something. Of course, there's going to be issues with world suffrage becoming more, like, more adamant. Of course. It's at the cost. Like, the, what, like, what the, 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 like, there is a level of suffrage that could be relieved if we had, if those billionaires uh, and trillionaires weren't so, fo- or, or a trillionaire maybe, but those billionaires had focused their money into current issues and uh, problems as opposed to trying to to search, you know, trying to trying to grab at straws and look for who knows, maybe I'll fucking get a superpower and that's it. That's when I win life. You know, like it's fucking weird, but those all those superhero movies or any movie with a villain and the guy's like always he seems like he's always got this like determination that's just like like it's kind of like you just kind of re- you got to respect it a little bit like like Thanos like holy fuck that dude was so determined he did so much he killed something he killed the only person he loved that's a pretty fucked up thing if you try and like think about it in a real world context and that's kind of that's like the the fun of movies and art is like you try and think of them in real world contexts as even though they're they may be as otherworldly as possible, as fantasized as possible. If you can grasp at anything that is other, as that feels real in that shit, it's you learn something new, something something clicks. A synapse goes off that doesn't usually go off. You think about something that you usually don't think about. But yeah, like Thanos, he fucking he was determined, dude. He went he went for what he wanted and he got it at. What costs? So many costs, but he still went and got it. And so it seems like that's something that's like required if, if, if you know, you want to be successful. And that makes sense because in order to be successful, you need to achieve. Oh, uh, fuck me. I started off that wrong. I started that off wrong. You need to fucking. You need to fucking beat your greatest obstacles it's not things that you don't believe you could do that's success and as soon as you've done it you had your success then the next day happens you gotta do something else or bathe in the success but eventually you're gonna you're gonna run out and when you run out you're gonna be drained because you can use that shit as fuel sorry dudes i'm going on all kinds of tangents but i guess that's kind of the point of a podcast you know Give a fucking dude with manic depressive disorder a phone (laughs) and hit record. Also, I don't have that, but it does seem like the, I don't know, just the the, the fact that someone is sitting here talking to themselves really fucking fast, going on all these different tangents, being able to just hold a conversation with themselves. Sounds like someone that has has some sort of mania, mania related uh, disorder. Uh, but yeah, so poverty is related to, 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 to the fucking the whole quantum, quantum computing thing, right? Now, quantum computing as well as, as I talked about before is a great power. 
People want power. We, we yearn for it. China wants power. The USA wants power. Russia wants power. They all want to be seen as powerful countries. Canada, not so much. They're all about research and development, and I fuck with that shit. Shout out to that show, by the way, as well. Good show. Anyway, so I had just learned from watching CNBC, <laughs> the hype over quantum computers explained. They bring up um, China investing nine billion, 10 billion uh, uh, at, at a time, like that amount of money into quantum computing. And so just think about it. If, if, if China was able to literally make coffee beans, the best, the best coffee beans in the world, like the best tasting coffee in the world, if they were able to make that, like scientifically proven best coffee beans in the world, then that would, uh, would be a power that, that would scare me to be honest because then all the people that love coffee all go to go to china or only buy the chinese made shit that means they have complete control over that and the reason they do is because the whole scheme with marketing and and selling people on shit is that they don't know if your shit's actually the best or not it could be dog shit for all they know but if you can convince them that this is a great product whether it be the product itself just does its function very, very well, or that it's made out of very strong material, or blah, blah, blah. If you can convince them of it, they'll buy it. But if you got, the, if you've got evidence, you know, if you've got research data, if you got a computer that did it and was like, hey, I figured it out, here's, here's what you need to make a, the best coffee bean. I use all the information that I have, which is everything that you guys have, and that's what I came up with. And you know what? It's that and more, actually. It's not everything that, it, that we have. It's everything we have and then some, because it can answer questions that we don't even know. Forgot about that. So that's kind of the whole point of it. But yeah, <laughs> so like, it's just fucking crazy, dude, because like China puts an amount of money into it, and you see what they're doing with the technology and their population size just means that there's going to be more geniuses in China than there are going to be in the U.S. just by sheer population. So it's like, I stay away from that. And then, like, think about it. Like, here, for example, you put on a VR headset, right? It uses a classical computer to come up with the fucking images that you see on that VR headset, right? So you're sitting there and you're playing Half-Life Alex or, uh, what was it, what sorcerers and uh fucking i don't know dude there's a bunch of goddamn vr games you guys are playing a vr game boneworks is another good one and you know you're sitting there and you're playing them and you're having a blast you're like oh this is so real but you know that it's not real because you can tell that there's something about it that's just it's computer generated you know like you get really close to it you're like wow the textures are really hd and then you stick your face in it and then it's gone and you're like of course yeah of course it's not really try and put your your hand that's holding a controller by the way up to the thing and it's like okay well this invi- this like non this hand that's not really there that's in game is now like meshing and it's holding it like a hand would that's pretty real that's pretty realistic but it's realistic it's not real right it's a simulation 
It's a computer doing its best, but it can't possibly have all enough information to be like, hey, when you stick your head through that, or if you try and stick your head through that, you'll bump into it. You know, we know how dense, we know the, the computer knows the density of the thing. So when you bump your head into it, you either feel a hollow ting or a really dense fucking like concrete hit, you know, it doesn't have that information. And if it did, it could only have that information, but at the cost of other resources not being included, you know? The, so anyway, though, you got the classical computer that can't do that. You got a quantum computer to do the same thing. Get a person VR headset. I don't know how it would look, by the way. I'm fucking... This is all complete theory, but I know dog shit about this, but this is how I'm understanding it. So you get a quantum, you get a quantum computer, fucking somehow get a VR headset attached to that, whatever that looks like. And you go up to that same object. Let's say it's a wall. You look at it, you're like, wow. These HD textures are like HD, HD. Like I'm, I'm getting close and like it's getting to a point where my eyes can't even tell, you know? And then you, you get, you get, keep, keep getting closer and then your nose hits it. And you're like, oh shit. Huh. My fucking nose touched that, but if I take off the headset, that's not there. That, my friend, is something that quantum computing could potentially achieve. The ability for objects and beings to exist in specific dimensions. And I think that's what I, I think that's what Neil deGrasse Tyson meant on Joe Rogan's podcast when he said, the fourth dimension is one where you open a door and you throw a bunch of shit in there and you close that door and you open it again and it's not there. It's the same idea. Holy shit, that makes so much sense now. Okay. So we can't perceive the fourth dimension, but we can use it to our advantage. I mean, not right now, but theoretically. And just like how an ant, it can only see what it's on and what's in front of it, and that's it. I'm pretty sure they can't fucking look up. Almost guaranteed. They're not going to get any airtime. They don't jump. They make... They may fucking build little, like they know they're in a 3D world because they can build little uh, ant hills and shit and little fucking, they can like climb on top of each other, make ladders and shit. So they understand that not only, like the, the, the realm that they exist in, the dimension they exist in is not the only dimension that exists. The floor is not only that exists, there is more above them as well. And now we understand that there is no, it's not just about what's like insight and what's not insight it's about how something can get quantumly entangled how it can exist in two places at the same time you know all kinds of shit superposition like that's what superposition is it's when two objects or two molecules whatever two molecules that aren't two atoms that aren't in the same place, no matter how big the, di- the distance is between them, they're still, uh, they're still connected, you know? They, if one thing happens to, to it, something happens to the one that's somewhere else, you know? People always think like, oh, that's with twins or with a, a mother and their children, and it's like, maybe, who knows? I don't fucking know. It's possible, but I can't prove it. I don't know enough to be like, yep, that's for sure. It's for sure possible, but wait, 
Yeah, I can't say that it's for sure a thing, but I can say that it's for sure possible. I fucked up earlier. Anyway, dude, I just sat here and shat out a whole spiel about fucking quantum physics and whatnot. 26, 26 minutes, 27 minutes. There you go. Hope y'all enjoyed that. <laughs> y'all, like there's going to be people that fucking watch this, listen to this, whatever. Anyway, though, you guys have a, enjoy the rest of your fucking day. I want to just lay that dick on you. Now you know. Now go about, go about, children, play. See what you can do to make the world a better place. I'm going to go back and keep watching some more videos. Okay.